1974, the first tabletop role-playing game was created. Since then, people from all around have gathered to play. Join me as we talk with RPG enthusiasts while they share their best, worst, and favorite moments. This is You Had to Be There. Hey everyone, welcome to You Had to Be There, a D&D storytelling podcast. Here we are on a nice Saturday, if you're listening to this live, Saturday morning, and uh, we're talking with uh, Brian from Fighter Guy Studios. What's going on, Brian? Welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, I'm I'm actually, I'm really glad you reached out because like we connected on Twitter, as I do with most of uh, of my guests. And uh, you have um, you have some fun stuff coming up for so Fighter Guy Studios that your that your like company. Uh, I think company's probably a little little uh, grand. You're uh, yeah, that's fine. We can grand things. But it's uh, but yeah, Fighter Guy Studios uh, is kind of my catch all uh, game designing uh, art leatherworking. I just stuck it all oh, in nice. one brand. Leather working too? That's awesome. What do you? Yeah, what that's, like, uh, what do you made? Uh, you know, I, I have wallets, uh, dice bags, uh, sick belts. Um, I actually have a really. It's downstairs. I'd show it to y'all. Uh, yeah. But I have a, a great leather mug that. Oh, nice! Is, it's like wrapped in leather and. St- it's actually or, no. It's it's, it's fully you leather. Make a mug out of leather and then you put resin on the inside. Oh wow, that's awesome! Back, wow, very cool. Back in the Middle ages, they would use pine pitch. Okay. If you pour coffee into pine pitch, you drink pine pitch. Oh yeah, uh, we don't like so, that. Yeah. So resin's way better. Yeah, I'm guessing they didn't drink coffee uh, as much back then. They're just probably. Maybe, not. I don't know. I don't know what kind of caffeinated beverages they had. I uh, probably tea. Uh, well, it would definitely be tea. Tea is definitely older tea. than I, coffee. Yeah. I could. I have. I have friends who could wax poetically about what they did and didn't drink or eat in the middle ages but some are better at that yeah some are really good i i stick with just whatever i imagine at the time uh you know if if someone's like i'm gonna have a mimosa in any of my games i'm like sure you have a mimosa uh but cool cool so um you have uh yeah you have all these cool stuff do you um do you ever make like uh like costumes and stuff like that too do you go to like ren fairs or anything like that uh i did you know i live in middle of nowhere alberta uh and there's not a lot up oh, here like that crazy uh, but back in the day when i lived in texas i uh used to go to texas Ren fair and scarborough fair uh-huh. uh, occasionally but i was a member of the sca society for creative anachronisms oh uh if you don't know anything about it nope. uh the the nice way of putting it, or the i guess the official way of putting it is it's a, a medieval reenactment society uh, mm-hmm. The true way to describe it is the longest running uh, uh, costume party in the world. Sure. Uh, it started in the 60s with a bunch of people, uh, including a few big fantasy writers uh, whose names totally escape me now, uh, got together to have a, a costume party mm-hmm. where they all dressed up in medieval clothing and uh, had a grand tournament. And, and the person who won the tournament became king. And they went, wow, that's fun. We should do it again. And they went to go 
get the park and the park said well if you're a nonprofit we'll give it to you for free or discounted or something so they became a nonprofit, and now it's been going on for 50 60 years that's awesome uh, so i used to be really active down there so i'd have the the medieval garb and belts and uh used to do sword fighting and uh, that's awesome yeah i love um i used to lart so i well it's definitely not fancy and glamorous it was just a bunch of idiots running around the woods with foam weapons but uh T- but still take fun. those take those foam weapons and use wood instead yeah oh yeah i'm sure like i think i've met someone who's done like batan fighting kind of yeah. stuff like that so similar to that that's that's awesome though that's that's cool um so wait so you went from texas to alberta i did i went wow. from the texas of the south to the texas of the north wow it's amazing um met a, a very nice girl on an online video game and we started talking offline and she came down to visit me and then i came up to visit her and i just never left wow cool Canadian, right that's up in canada right yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm stupid, but uh, very nice. No, no, um, do you um, so do you do you play? Does your wife also play? Uh, or your girlfriend? I'm not sure. Um, play tabletop wife. role playing games. Wife. Yeah. She is not a. She is not a role player. Really? Uh, okay. Not not even sorta. Uh, she 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 likes. She likes that I have the hobby, but it's just not her thing. Yeah, that's uh, fine. My wife's the same way. She likes her like one you know her video games her one player video games that require no you know social interactions as much but uh that's fun how long have you been playing tabletop games uh since i was 15 so uh math 28 years 27 years wow 27 so, now, years that is a really now, long time now caveat that uh when i was 15 i started playing i played till i was probably 21 okay um, got into the SCA, which right. was kind of like fantasy role playing in real life. Yeah. Uh, for a few years, came to Canada, uh, didn't really do anything like that till about three years ago. Um, so so yes, twenty seven years, but really eight maybe. Gotcha. So um, you, you missed like a huge gap. So what did you, what was that first edition that you started out with or no? How, uh, what was it? D and D second edition. Second edition. Advanced AD and D second A-D&D, edition. Sure. Uh, I stopped playing shortly after th- third edition came out. Sure. Um, and then they apparently had a half edition and then fourth edition and then fifth edition. And then I came. Yeah, out. you skipped the the three point five and then the four and then the war that apparently that occurred between there of like this is the you know not right and. Then 5th edition oh, came out, and everyone was like, it's still not 3.5, but I guess we'll accept this. And I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't get it either. It's not like know. 3.5 went away. It's still there. No, I'm sure people, people still, still do books. play it, yeah. You know, it's I, this war. Uh, I genuinely look at... <laughs> well, no, it's it's serious, though. Look at, yeah. look at Twitter. Like, it's some of the vitriol that comes out of people about, you know, and, and that goes uh, OSR. Yeah, people and three point five people, and f- there's still a few four people out there, which, as far as I can tell, they're weird anyways. And then yeah, sorry, four people. I'm not actually calling you weird. Uh, and then and then the five point, you know, five uh, fifth edition people, play what you want. Like yeah, no, I, I never I'm, understood it. I'm fully on that train, and it's like yeah, okay, so they're not going to come out with any more books. But like, if you've been playing that long and you know 3.5, like yeah, just homebrew stuff, and if that's what you and your crew likes to play, 
Uh, like sixth edition, I think is going to be coming out soon, and I'm not going to be even looking at those books for a while because I, I've only been playing for a couple of years, so I'm like not going to learn all of sixth edition when I now I have a full great grasp on fifth edition. Like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> I just I yeah. just figured this out. Um, well, and I don't want to buy all new books. Yeah, like back back when I started playing, they were twenty or thirty bucks a piece. Yeah, and I just paid. 90 was just over well with some dice it was just over 100 bucks for right. Spelljammer. right yeah and, that's the new one and, that came out and i'm not like let's not talk about Spelljammer. i have very strong feelings about Spelljammer. i haven't really even looked at it completely but i don't know i mean i think they do um they're going in like a a little more direction closer to what pathfinder 2 has been doing it seems like with like kind of a wider range of of races and uh and i think that's where this new sixth edition is going to is they're kind of stripping away those uh like more of the classes and the subclasses and stuff and giving it more of uh you can kind of cherry pick whatever you want to kind of like make it a little more customizable which i think is pretty cool because sometimes i do look at like some of the subclasses i'm like this is all i get and like i don't know it's like seems like i barely get anything from some of them uh, but there are ways. Well, I I almost feel like they're they're piling up so many subclasses that, and I know it's not true, but it feels like you're eventually you're going to run out of these super specific subclasses yeah. or the broader subclass. Then you have to get super specific, and and I don't know. I just to me, and again, let's let's do all the hot takes at the beginning, and and that way anyone who's watching the stream can really be angry. Um, Sure. I firmly believe that there should be like four classes. Okay. Uh, Marshall. Um, I don't know what you'd say religious, but but um, yeah, yeah. You know, for for that, uh, rogues, and and spellcasters. Right. Like because really, what's what's a barbarian? Barbarian just a fighter. Right. It's a little bit different. Rangers just a fighter. That's a little bit different. Well, that's how it used to be. It used to be like yeah, the fighter then later could become like you could the subclass of a fighter was a barbarian Um, yeah or you could become a cavalier cavalier yeah yeah they've like brought back a lot of that stuff it seems like with new subclasses just kind of like reflaring it but yeah i mean it's all kind of boils down uh to to those differentiations but yeah i think it would be interesting to see how they'll put it where you can kind of like mix and match some things because i think it would be fun to do that but I'm still uh, I'm still making my way through all the character ideas that I have, and I'm sure I never will as most. No. Yeah. No. Um, Hundreds. Like I've got binders of yeah character ideas. High school yeah. that yeah. I still haven't made. You know, it's like I'm never gonna make those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not enough. Not enough time. Uh, let's talk about you. You so you have a a virtual con coming up, which I am I am now a a partner of a friend of the friend of the con. I guess I friend would say. of the con. Friend of the con. Um, uh yeah let's let's talk about that because that's exciting and i want to try to at least take part in one of those uh one of those virtual games if possible if i'm free yeah i hope you i hope you come out um so uh to talk about the con we'll have to talk about uh brains and brawn sure brains and brawn uh so brains and brawn is my game system it's a the super simple tabletop role-playing system not just game but system uh and the concept and this actually kind of fills in everything we were talking before so Mm -hmm. Uh, not to be boring about it. Uh, back in the day when I did SCA, mm-hmm. I did the heavy fighting, which heavy fighting, big stick, steel helmet. 
Yeah. Uh, bruises, welts. CT, it was great. Yeah, it was, that stuff, it was a yeah. blast. Uh, yeah. uh, I went and did paintball because it was the non-painful version of, you know, the game I like to play. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, over 10 years, you have like 12 concussions or over 12 years, you have 10 yeah. concussions. I don't know, something like that. And the brain just stops functioning as well. I, I always refer to it as Swiss cheese brain. Yeah. So I can read about two pages of stuff before everything just starts to blend together and I forget about it. Uh, yeah. It's, it makes reading novels really, unfortunately, uh, hard now. Uh, but learning a game system is just silly. I, I can't do it. It's it's. I, I know 5e because I, I listened to Critical Role for... Uh, a year when i was on the road all the time um, right. and, and so i picked up just enough of the rules that i could kind of fumble my way through and my my group has a couple rules lawyers in there who constantly dm me uh when i'm not sure about a rule uh yeah it's great they're they're invaluable to me so i said okay i want to play a new game i want to go play Shadowrun, or i want to go play um call of cthulhu but i can't pick up a 200 page rule book and put together the rules and and not only that but i i don't want to ask my players to go out and buy a 60 dollars rule book and learn it so that we can do a one shot to decide we really don't want to keep playing right uh, for whatever reason so i said okay let's come up with something that i can learn that i can i can read and once and actually know the rules and and go from there so i made brains of brawn which is a two page it's four page total but two pages of rules Sure. Uh, super simple game system. Setting agnostic. You can do anything with it. Uh, there's actually a podcast coming out on Monday uh, where they just took the basic system and, and ran with it. And, and nice. apparently they had a lot of fun. So um, I'm looking forward to hearing that one. Uh, but then I took those rules and I created expansions. So if you want to play uh, Brains and Brawn Zombie Apocalypse. Sure. You can go buy Rumors and Revenants. And that two-page rule system blends in with the, the Brains and Brawn rule system, and now you can have zombies. Cool. If you want uh, Old West, I did one called Lawmen and Lariats, and it's the Old West. And so you can take those if you want to do a zombie, zombies in the Old West game. You can take those three books, put them together, and run them. So basically all the, the additional rules from those additional books just blend and build onto the core rules that you have. Yeah. And cool. and they play nicely with each other. So right. you can do, uh, the, the idea is if I have a bunch of supplements, you can play any game you want. Um, so, uh, shadow runs the, the best example. This is, this is right. my, my eventual goal. Uh, shadow run is cyberpunk, mm -hmm. uh, with the matrix, mm -hmm. with magic, right? with elves and dwarves and orcs so eventually you could take brains and brawn and the cyberpunk expansion mm -hmm. and the matrix expansion right and the race expansions and the magic expansions put them together and play shadow run off of brains of brawn and still only have 20 pages of rules right okay what, so, what kind of a system it. is it uh it's uh it's d10 d10s cool uh single stat so sure. you have a stat between three and eight. Okay. Um, originally, I found lasers and feelings and, and built a hack for lasers and feelings. And I said, oh, this is fun, but this isn't what I want. So right. it's grown. So it's not really a hack of lasers and feelings anymore. It's just loosely inspired by. Um, but it's it's literally it takes about five minutes to make a character and about five minutes to learn the game and you can play. Awesome. And, yeah, that's that's and, great. 
good for new players, good for uh, uh, guys who want to just do, you know, it's like, hey, let's not do the campaign because Bob can't come today. So let's let's just run a game of, you know, B&B. Sure. And, and you can do one shots of anything you want or you can expand it and do longer games. So, you should do a bed uh, and breakfast version. Expansion. See, I need to have a bed and breakfast. <laughs> Murder uh, mystery, bed and breakfast, yeah. There you go. Uh, someone's doing a, a chef game, and I'm like, huh, I could do that. Uh, chef, but, yeah. Like the expansions, you know. Every time I turn around, I've got new expansions. I've got a list of expansions that that I want to work on. Um, but the the reason I did the want to do the con, getting back to your original question, yeah, yeah. is I think I've got something cool. I think yeah. I think the system, the people who have played the system, all really enjoy it. They they've yeah, people keep. And it's weird to say it, and it, it sounds egotistical to say it, but I keep hearing people say it's elegant, which has nice. got to be a, a cool thing for a game system. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It, it I have 300 followers on Twitter, and all of them, I think, follow each other. So really, when I talk, I, I'm not talking to anyone in Twitter except for my friends. Right. So I want to get out the word that, hey, look, you can come in, you can sit down in four hours, you can learn the game make some characters, play a game and have a ton of fun. And Oh yeah, it's pay what you want for the moment. So go get it. There's no reason not to to own it and try it. Right. And so yeah. I want to kind of bring together a bigger community uh, to play because I, I think people would really enjoy it. So um, it's going to be through uh discord server. Yep. We've got, I am so sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, I, I, cats. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, We'll, we have five sessions. Um, so they start at, uh, for my time, they start at 6 a.m. Right. Um, because I've got friends in Europe and England uh, who, who want to be part of it. So that starts at noon for them, I think. Yeah. Uh, or two or one. I don't know. And so they'll start the beginning of the day and they'll run a few few sessions. And then as we're all waking up, we can start playing sessions and they go on till. Uh, again, my time, I think 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's a time that almost anybody can make it. Even if you're working, you can still get off and, and come play. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of really awesome guys who are running games for me. So they're, uh, we call it telltellers instead sure. of game master, dungeon masters, telltellers, right. uh, TT because alliteration is great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so they're they're going to play run different games from different expansions, so you can come out and play a game for free. Uh, we're going to have swag. Uh, you get you get some cool stuff in your in your virtual uh, con goodie bag. Um, I've got some some great partners with uh, uh, some creators on Twitter, um, and I should name them, and my memory won't allow me to. Uh, we'll, so we'll uh, I'm tag, sorry. Yeah, uh, we'll get all the you send me all the links afterwards Perfect. And yeah that'd we'll, be awesome you know we'll plug it out um and, and some of them are super excited about it and they're they've offered door prizes uh cool. so you know it's a free con it's one day october 15th come out play a game or two or three or five um meet new people uh get a new experience get a bunch of swag have a chance to win door prizes uh it seems like a, a fun way to spend four spend saturday to, yeah few hours yeah, four to 20 hours and you don't even have to like i'll probably i think i'm gonna try to hop on i have a i have a i think i'll have a gig that night uh so uh but i think i can hop on on one of the earlier ones 
Uh, probably yeah. at six a.m. But one of them. So it's well, all going to be eight for you. It'll be eight for me. That's true. I could probably pull See, that off. That's not bad. Uh, maybe it depends my computer is right behind the wall where my wife sleeps so we'll have to see how that goes unless i hop on my tablet or something but my, my, so my wife is brains in and bed brawn, right now so uh brains and brawn um is uh gonna be run the whole time are they gonna be like different expansions and stuff so yeah each one's gonna be does it say in the thing? Because like i'm a zombie person i love zombie stuff so i, I would like to see like which ones are running which ones um well i think uh let's see i'm trying to remember they've told me a little bit uh right now the the goal was to have one tail teller for each table um but we're still six weeks out and one table's full so i'm gonna have to get another tail teller for that session yeah um awesome so as we get closer i think we'll have the schedule uh and, and what games i know somebody is doing a superhero game nice uh someone is doing a uh cosmic horror western they're they're Very combining nice. a, uh, that sounds our, awesome yeah that, i'm super excited yeah. about that one um i'm not sure what everybody else is doing i have to all right have we'll to talk see. about it we did have someone hop in the chat tiki games rpg says hey tom hey, Brian. hey there we go is that one of your buds uh, that's one of my buds hey. uh he's a he is actually writing a really awesome caveman scenario uh for for the game system nice so that's awesome rpg thanks sir thanks for hopping on uh this is what we do we chat um so hit that follow button and uh if you want to do an episode definitely reach out to me on twitter because uh i'd love to talk to i talk to everyone i'll talk to anyone you need to talk to him he he's a he's a radio guy so oh uh, right up his alley uh tonk is missing i don't know what that means that's that's the scenario that he's writing oh tonk is missing Uh, all right cool yeah Uh, sticks (laughs) sticks and stones is the caveman dinosaur expansion that sounds oh uh, my gosh that sounds so funny i i just like that i can already like my my brain starts turning the wheels start turning of like what would i play in that situation like every time so that's super awesome nice so we're gonna that's that's gonna be fun that's like a whole day uh it's of just a, a new easy system to learn uh i'll definitely um you know after this i'll add you to my the you had to be there discord and that way you can you can drop those promos oh, uh, there as well because i have a ton of people that i'm sure would have no problem spending a saturday playing some games as we all probably do um is there anything else you wanted to talk about when it comes to the con uh or fire guy studios anything of that uh i mean i could talk forever um uh, but yeah. I, I won't <laughs> well no i just i i always want to hear some of your fun stories too but i want to make sure that you have plenty of time to talk about uh the cool things you got going on yeah no uh i you know i'll just end with uh and i guess we can probably put a link up uh for definitely for the for my itch store or coffee or yeah something. we'll we'll get um, all those links out to everybody but um that's awesome uh so when it comes to do you run regular games now and is it specifically in uh brains and brawn or do you run fifth edition games too uh i actually run a fifth edition campaign right now um, okay cool uh, uh brains brawn isn't quite developed enough to to run uh the 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 fantasy game because i just haven't had a fantasy expansion yet okay. um but uh we we've run now for two years and a few months um, the same the same campaign same campaign nice yep. uh, uh wow what are you are you is it homebrew or are you uh 100 percent homebrew cool uh it actually all came about so i used to sell uh 
I used to be a sales manager for a barbecue company. Okay. Uh, which meant I was on the road in my truck driving all over Alberta. Uh, and if you don't know how big Alberta is, it's it's almost the size of Texas. Right. It's huge. It's, it's 13 hours. I, I live in the bottom bottom corner and one uh, at a dealer in the top corner, uh, opposite corner. And it was like 13, 14 hour drive. Right. Uh, and, and so I was on the road five days a week and I just listened to podcasts. Uh, right. and, 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 uh, actual play streams and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and as, as kind of a mental exercise, I started building a world, uh, when I'm sitting in the hotel room, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the shower and I'm thinking about gods. I'm, right. I'm having breakfast in the morning because I'm by myself. So I'm, you know, yeah. my, yeah. my brain's kind of going out and I, uh, built a big pantheon and I started designing this world and I, uh, jumped on an uh, incarnate and and created a continent and i was having a lot of fun with it and i was coming up with with cool stuff and i thought man too bad i don't role play anymore i'll never get to play any of this you know making this world that i'm never even going to get to enjoy yeah and i was like maybe i'll just run a game and i talked to my wife um because i was gone a lot so it was hard to it was really hard to to agree to um do a game because when i'm home i want to be home Right. And uh, then um, COVID happened uh -huh. and I was and, and I left the, the barbecue company. They, they changed. Uh, they no longer sold the barbecue I was selling. So. Um, right. So suddenly I could do a game and I kind of reached out to a guy here locally uh, that that, you know, for a couple of new players. And I had a friend that I'd met that I've known for 15 years since I moved up to Canada and I knew he played. So I tracked him down and uh, kind of started putting a game together threw it out on facebook and a buddy of mine who i used to play with in high school uh who was friends with me on on facebook was like hey dude can i play right and i'm like heck yeah you know this is cool this is yeah, yeah, yeah. playing with a guy i haven't seen for 20 years and uh so we started up the game and then another of our mutual friends came in and then another mutual friend came in so i've got six players three of whom i used to play with 20 some odd years ago that's awesome um and and we we've missed a, a grand total we haven't had a campaign session every single time but we've missed a grand total of three weeks do you play weeks. weekly we play weekly every, wow. every thursday night and uh we've missed maybe two weeks in the two and a half years that we've played that's awesome um, so it's it's worked out really nicely yeah nice so what's your uh what's your world like uh it's fairly typical high fantasy, high fantasy from sure. from the the outset uh all the races are i, I wanted to come up with with actual uh, i didn't want elves and didn't want dwarves uh but because i was brand new into 5e at that point um uh, literally i decided to buy the book after i decided to run the game um mm -hmm. because i i wasn't uh super familiar with that i didn't want to try to balance new races so i end up using the archetypes so the 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 dwarf race uh is called the patari and they they're not the same as dwarves but sure for for that they're you know subterranean uh right. tough type thing um they just look very different uh and and i tried to build their culture around what they would do uh not just not just take the dwarf culture, but right. I just use the dwarf archetypes uh, to start with. Now they've all got their own stats and 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 bonuses and stuff like that. But um, 
and then the the thing that kind of sets the world apart uh one i the the pantheon's really kind of extreme it's different levels of 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 deities and and i tried to expand that a little bit to make sense to me uh but the the world um is a it's called the, a cusp world and it's closer to the elemental planes than other worlds so okay. it's very easy you can literally uh there's a few places in there uh that you can literally walk into the elemental plane of fire um uh, which my players found uh the hard way um, oh no <laughs> so so they they uh so they've you know they've been to the city of brass and they 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 traveled through a few of the the planes trying to get back to uh the the their world um and so that's kind of opened it up a little bit because you know they they always joke they're like well can i play a you know can i play a tabaxi i'm like no there's no tabaxi in my world right. can i play this no there's no that and then you know they, they're kind of giving me a hard time about it and then i dm them and be like hey you want to play a tabaxi we can make that happen because while they don't exist on the world uh, naturally it's very easy for one to get to the world right because of all the portals uh, and stuff yeah and Got so it. they 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 haven't taken me up on that because i think they realize that you know uh, my favorite kind of animal race is the gif mm -hmm. and and um i'm pretty sure they understand how much how difficult of a time i'd have if you know they were a giant hippo walking into a bar right uh, instead of one of the races that everybody knows <laughs> um, yeah so uh yeah with it, it's it's been fun it's been fun building that world out with my friends nice that's cool i like the like the ability to just cross into planes uh it's probably pretty chaotic um but it doesn't it sounds like so you don't get much people crossing on the regular but you can it sounds like yeah it's it's most people are never like you know walk into the elemental plane of fire you know right. it's it sounds oh yeah you can walk straight into the well yes but it's not a particularly pleasant walk right yeah um and so, you know, if, if elemental plane of water, sure, if you can get out to the middle of the ocean where the, the, the crossover is, right. you, you can swim across, but you better be able to breathe water to do it. Right. right. Yeah. So, so for the adventurers, yes, they can. Right. And, and, you know, they, they've seen other races and, and gotten the, just a taste of that. Like, it's not something that, you know, the world isn't, the, the, the world is a, basically a high fantasy world until you start getting high enough level to start exploring those those extra uh their uh expansions right uh into into the rest of it so uh right now they're fighting um the the uh one of the pan one of the levels of the pantheon is called the passions and it's based off of uh the greek um classical passions uh which is um delight lust fear and anger sure anyways and, and they're not pleasant like right. delight is not a happy friendly delight is you know laughing when somebody falls down type thing it's 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 a it's a dark cruel, cruel delight yeah, yeah it's cruel because people are people are jerks like yeah you know the the and they, i mean I, I hate to say it but a lot of people are more likely you know it's if if somebody if an old person falls down crossing the road more people laugh than go to help and Depending on where you are, but yeah. depending on where you are, and you know, but and depending on who the people are, I'm not, I'm not putting everybody into one lump. Yeah. Uh, but that was the whole point of the passions is, you know, it's yeah. that 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 deep seated feelings that that you have, and so uh, the the deities in the world 
are created by the um, belief in them. So the 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 uh, and I'd love to be able to just name a god, but they're all going away right now. Yeah, uh, I have a big list, but but yeah, if you if you believe in in the god of luck, and everyone does because you know you're like yeah. you 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 make a prayer to to them every time. Uh, that's uh, Lashimi, uh, the god of luck. That god gains power because of the belief in him. Yeah. Um, if you like go Santa that, Claus. then you have like Santa Claus exactly. Yes. Um, if you if you take that to the next step though, uh, feelings would create deities as well. So if you are an angry person, you are putting power into that into that deity. Yeah. And so there is a there's a fifth passion um, who is joy. Uh, and and she is happy and friendly and 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 everything, um, but she's the weakest of the the group because you know the unbridled joy happens less often than depression, right? Right, and so uh, there's a, another. He's not really a passion, but he came about the same way. He's the god of nightmares. So every time somebody has a nightmare, they're putting power into this this this, this entity. Got it. And the entity's not a happy guy. He's kind of rough. So uh, in the lore, as, as my players have found, he was captured by one of the uh, one of the orders, uh, the god of uh, internal knowledge uh, and wisdom, uh, Mirgan, uh, captured him and imprisoned him, and he is escaping. And he's created a, a disease that's uh, uh, that's actually being blamed on a different god, uh, but it, it's him creating nightmares and people as they as he kills them and and gaining power to escape so they're trying to track him down and and re-imprison him into the into the world um wow that sounds it's way more fun than it sounds no no um, it's intense it's, it's a lot of things um no uh, relax man you're fine like this it's very interesting you're everyone's take on things is different and that's a interesting um like angle that that different emotions and ideas and feelings can just manifest different gods is interesting and to have because it's true we all have different uh emotions and like things that shine more than others and you know for someone like you said like luck or joy there's you know people out there and they're they're thriving so i'm like i'm sure there are like some very happy-go-lucky clerics in the world that are just like my god or goddess is you know we're always happy but there are the opposite of all that yeah. which is still the darker emotions which inherently you're right can the this are stronger in the sense that they consume you more yeah uh you uh, know you you go on yelp or anything and you know reviews it, you're always more than likely to see someone who had a bad experience and if someone had a good experience they usually don't go i should leave a review on yelp you know so it's it totally makes sense. Um, what what kind of shenanigans or or you know not great things have your players gotten into other than stumbling across into the fire in, into, uh, plane into this? Yeah. Um, give me one second. I'm gonna let the hounds out real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the hounds out. Okay. Who let the dogs out? Yeah, Brian did. Um, yeah, everyone. Hey, uh, if you're still hanging on while Brian lets his dogs out, um, you know we. Uh, we go live here on Twitch and we talk uh, fun tabletop RPGs, and then uh, all my episodes get released um, every other Wednesday on YouTube and uh, all audio platforms. Hey, Brian's back. What's up? 
Sorry about that. Nah, you're uh, good. I, lo- yeah. I looked over there, both sitting by the door. Like, looking please, at me, please. Looking at we're sitting. They were probably. Oh, they're sitting so good. We didn't hear they weren't barking or anything. No, they were being really good. They, yeah. There's something out there they wanted to go chase. So problem. Uh, one um, of them, the younger one, likes to eat the sprinkler heads. Oh, don't well on, on our brand new irrigation system. So yeah, gotta watch those. Look out every once in a while, but that's okay. Not a problem. Um, We'll we'll slap so, it. We'll, I want to hear a couple stories, and then we'll get you out of here. Back to your back to your pups. Um, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll tell. Uh, I'll, I'll, I've got a couple. Um, yeah, tell us from this campaign. Uh, I'd be hard pressed to come up with stuff from you know twenty years ago. Don't worry uh, about that. They're out there, but they'd be pretty vague. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll. So, how do you how do how do all adventures cliche? Uh, how do all adventures start? In a bar. In a bar, in a tavern, yeah. right? Yeah. So when I was sitting down with these guys, I wanted to make sure that um, I gave them a good, good introduction to the game. A couple, one of them was brand new, never played before. She was like, "Yeah, I just want to try it." I'm like, "Cool, let's do it." Uh, one of them was like, "Oh, I've played once," and then I had a couple players that were a little more experienced. And uh, for session zero, we we sat down. Everyone kind of created their characters outside of the session because it's it's Discord. It's harder to right. to to sit with the books, right? Um, but everyone had their characters, and we sat down. And we talked about rules and kind of the the feel of the campaign and everything. And then I passed out uh, digitally uh, characters to everybody, uh, and they were just goblins. I, I went through a name generator, found goblin names, uh, made some goblins that were archers, some that had swords, some that had spears. But I just randomly gave them to people. And we ran through a camp, uh, a short one shot where, um, and I named the bugbear, I don't remember his name, but uh, the bugbear came and he gathers up all the goblins, about 20 of them, and says, we're going to raid this town, and I want you to find the, the wagon full of full of goods. And they're like, okay. And uh, they get to the town, and you know they're like, how do we get in? Bugbear grabs one of them, just pitches them over the wall, and that's <laughs> how the game started. And so they, they, they rush this town, and they are... They went after it like uh, the the brand new player who'd never played before uh, mm-hmm. ran into one of the gates and a guard saw her and r- rolled initiative and the guard one shot at her. So the, <laughs> the brand new player who'd never played before <laughs> first round of the game's dead. So I uh, I handed her another gob- goblin. <laughs> it was like I mean that's goblin. good at least there were twenty of them so you yeah know, they could uh, one of them murdered a couple people. She ended up turning around like killing three guardsmen. She did great. Um, and one of them's like, I set fire to this building. And I'm like, sure. So they're they're burning down the building. They're rushing through. I mean, it was just chaos. It's pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are freaking out. And that's how we ended the session. A couple of the goblins died. A couple more were hurt. You know. So everyone had a lot of fun. And and it, it gave me a chance to see, you know, how I run combat. Because that was the first combat I'd ever run in 5e. And teach them how to, how to run it. Because yeah. a couple of them were really new. And make sure that we all kind of jive. So we we end the session. Next week we get together. Um, I sit down. I start talking about their characters and said, you know, your your characters are all in a tavern. Uh, they've they've been working as a uh, working together. They've known each other for a little while. We didn't go really into backstories. I didn't expect this to be actually a campaign that lasted. So we didn't really do a lot of backstories. Um, I said, you've you've been hired to. Uh, guard this merchant's caravan as he moves to this big city in in this area, and uh, you're sitting there. You're having you're having a beer. You're you're drinking, eating some stew, um, and they're like, okay. And they kind of play for a minute, 
I said, roll perception check. And they, a couple of them made it. I'm like, you smell smoke. Oh, <laughs> like, we should, really? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, and one of them gets up to go check the kitchen. And then I said, you hear the town bells start ringing. Apparently there's an attack and they rush out. And of course, same city, yeah. same village. Buildings are on fire. Goblins are running amok in the streets. Uh, <laughs> there's a big bugbear attacking. And that was the, the way we started is they yeah. had to fight their goblin characters from before. And they had fun with it because they're like, I know this goblin. This was me. And they're like killing him. And uh, Did you have them actually run that goblin or did you run it? Did I you ran run the goblin it for that one. For that scenario. For, for that side. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, it, it, so they were they were like putting out fires that they started. That's funny. Uh, the week before, like they, they thought it was fun to be chaotic and cause problems until the next session. Um, they they had now, to deal with their own consequences. It's perfect. Uh, yeah. No, I love I love situations like that. I had um one of one of my friends who ran a game for us did a, a similar situation, but kind of on like uh, a similar situation. I don't want to give too much of it away. I'll tell you off air because I actually am halfway through running it uh with some of my friends which <laughs> when we finish it will be undetermined because it was like a random saturday or something we were like let's play D and I was like we'll finish this for sure in one session eventually never. Yeah. they were like no they're like, they like oh we'll investigate the entire mine i was like roll intelligence and everyone was rolled so low and i was like yeah you investigate the mine and then after i was like about two hours passed and then roll intelligence again and finally i was like you weren't supposed to investigate the mine you're supposed to find past the mine and they're like oh that's right so we burned a lot of time like because of because for some reason all of my friends what? like to dump intelligence uh wait, wait the... what a, a game system went off tangent yeah 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 <laughs> i know um that's hilarious though that's a great way to start it and i like how you it was a good way to kind of get that expendable characters to like play through how to do combat and stuff because that's some of the hardest parts i think for newer most newer players is is combat uh well and it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, um, it is. You know, it, it's funny because I, I spend a lot of time. I have tons of notes when I'm playing because I don't remember stuff. Yeah. Um, you Me know, too. it's 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 where I'm at. So uh, and I like combats with lots like I would I would rather have my my group fight 100 kobolds than one Trask. OK. Um, and I, I firmly believe those are probably pretty accurate, even even as far as wiping out a party. Right. Um and so I enjoy doing lots, but it's 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 a lot to pay attention to. And yeah. I try to keep my combats going as quick as I can. And with six players, that can be be a challenge at times, especially virtually. Um, it's harder. Yeah. It's harder to keep things moving virtually. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. and especially if you're doing theater of mind, yeah. um, you know, so there's a lot of times where I'm just like, uh, you know, uh, my, my phrase is uh, quick, quick, like bunny. Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know if they aren't quick like a bunny i don't know what i'm gonna do right but they're all terrified of what will happen if they're not quick like a bunny so as soon as i say it they tend to react immediately so we get our combats going pretty quick like we, yeah. we can we can go through them pretty fast um i will say it, it i didn't realize this type i didn't dm a lot when i was younger um right okay i i didn't have the the maturity for it um sure you know, it, 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 I tended to go for the, the cool factor instead of the good story. Right. And, and so I really wasn't a great DM, uh, back then I didn't enjoy doing it. Now I don't particularly enjoy playing. I mm. like to run games. Um, 
and and I've gotten a lot in that regard more mature. I won't say in all regards, uh, but in that regard, I'm more mature. Um, but it turns out that that first session zero, session one, uh, was a good indicator of what my players were going to have to deal with because I like to keep them kind of on the ropes. Right. Um, I, I like them to realize that they don't know what's going on from moment to moment. Yeah. Uh, at one point, they had to uh, make it through a mountain through a Patari uh, a city and, and um, what they, well, they, they got to the Patari city. They had to hire a Patari army to go fight uh, a bunch of gnolls that were attacking the city that they had been playing in for, for the first five, six levels. And uh, uh, they get down there and they're, they're trying to get them in the Patari who live for hundreds of years. Don't make decisions quickly. And so they're like, mm-hmm. no, seriously, we need to know we got to do this. And they're like, we're talking about it. And they're like, no, no, really. We, we really need to do this. So one of the, uh, uh, she's, she's a, uh, a fairly high ranking member of a guild. Uh, the, one of the moneymaker guilds, which is one of the most, anyways, going to Patari history and, 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 and such, um, comes to them and says, I can give you a thousand men, which is a thousand Patari warriors is, you know, equal to 10,000 Arunai, uh, the, the human. Right. Um, she goes, but I was, I lost my husband in uh, one of the deeper caves and I need y'all to help me rescue him. Right. And tells a story about how she went through these giant 60 foot tall portals that they can take you to different parts of the mountain and how they were attacked and she was left for dead, but she was able to escape. And they're like, okay, let's do it. So they 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 send the army off to fight in the city. They haven't figured out, found out yet, what the results of that were. Right. Um, uh, they're about to. Uh, they're about to end up in the same kingdom again, which is gone to pot. Uh, <laughs> pretty bad. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> so they can see how their friends are doing. Uh, they they had made before, but they they go through this portal, and they're going through, and they're they're fighting and. Um, it, we had a lot of exploration. We actually it was a lot of fun. Um, as they're walking, uh, they they um, they end up walking. I, I don't remember the exact details, but they end up walking into this new cave system. And I start describing it. Uh, you know, the smooth walls of the system as twisting passages. And um, at some point, one of the players who's played before realized where they were but of course that's metagaming and and he won't so i'm watching him on camera and he's like freaking out because he realizes they are walking into a mind flare mind flares lair lair oh my god <laughs> just walking right in um uh i my intellect devours uh they call them octopodes uh look okay. like four-legged octopi okay uh they, they i i I like the picture of the brain with the legs, but it yeah. just seems silly to me. It is so kind of silly. It's it's, kinda dumb. <laughs> it is. So, so they're, they're four legged octopus basically. Right. And they'd seen those a couple times. And, and so they get into this mind flare lair and the person's like, okay, y'all just wait here and I'll go get help or something. I, I, like I said, so they're sitting in a, uh, holding chamber of an lithid, uh, 
stronghold, mm-hmm. literally next to the jail cells that they are going to be held in while they the lithids, you know, do their experiments on them. And right, right. If they get caught, yeah, yeah. And and a couple of my players have figured this out, and they're freaking out. And a couple of them are completely oblivious to it, and they're like, "This is weird." Like, y'all think this is weird? And suddenly, uh, one of the players comes charging, or one of the NPCs comes charging back, and he's like, "It's a trap!" And he's grabbed by a lithid, and the thing bites into his head, and you know, rips his brain out right there in front of him. And they're like, "Holy crap!" So uh, that was one of the NPCs. One of the NPCs. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they're fighting through this lair, and and thralls are coming out from everywhere, and of course, oh it's twisting God. and turning. And they turn a corner, and it's this giant room with this pool of water in the center. And they go in, and an elder brain comes out. And these guys are seventh level. Like, That's these guys bad. are not strong enough to be in the middle of an lithid lair. But literally, they just trusted their NPC guide and walked right in the door. Um, and and uh, something was set up beforehand, so they were able to escape uh, quickly. They're... Uh, and this goes into uh, an NPC that lives in all points of time at once and has a magic shop that randomly appears wherever uh, they want to appear. Um, and they're able to escape through his doorway uh, mm-hmm. because he was asking them to retrieve a big stone tablet. Um, so they were able to escape, but they literally were like dragging unconscious characters through the doorway. And of course, unconscious characters in a an illicit lair filled with intellect devourers uh-huh. is a bad thing. Yeah. So they get through the door, they slam the door shut, they've got their two unconscious characters, one of them won't wake up, and we end the session. And I text my my buddy, I'm like, hey, um Bad news. Yeah. Um you're dead. Yeah. Uh, but your body is being taken over by an intellect devourer. Do you want to keep playing the character? Oh, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah. So (laughs) he ran (laughs) a intellect devourer with his character for like a month of game time and like three months of real time. Oh my gosh acting weird and people are like what is going on but it was such a long time that they kind of got used to this weird like, character change yeah, you know, oh my god that's so funny. he was he was a cleric he was already having problems you know like like concerns with his faith so right. they just thought it was character development right and uh so they're they're going through and they're like okay this is weird but they the the they when they went through the doorway, they were teleported so far away that the elder brain no longer has control of this intellect devourer. So this gotcha. intellect devourer is suddenly like independent for the first time ever. Gotcha. And so he's learning how to be a human. Oh and my! So we go through this for months, and uh, they end up they end up raiding a village's uh, a wiz- uh, a, a, a city's wizard's house uh, to help a crippled kid who actually set them up to go fight this guy so he could steal their spell but anyways again twists yeah um, there's i know there's deep they're 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 in the guy's study they're fighting this wizard um they're lightning bolting him and fireballs and like yeah. massive spells and the character with the intellect of our goes down Got it. and 
they're they go to they they're in the middle of this fight um and he didn't do the last hit but he did like second last hit so the wizard goes down and they turn and i go into this long description about how uh they see his character laying there and starts to to move and his mouth opens wider and wider and suddenly tentacles slip out as this octopode yeah um, the the actual creature's name is a quizzling quizzling slithers out from the guy's open mouth and they just i thought i thought i thought one of them was gonna puke one was about to cry like oh because it'd been months like months between this and they just and the octopus was their friend at this point like he was he was willing to to, (laughs) and they 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 fireballed him right then and there and, and killed the killed him and they were just like the whole time the whole time oh my god that's so funny that's amazing that is the type of game that my players are having to live through like i like that though that that is i mean you said like fun i think that's fun that's amazing like the fact that your your friend got to play an intellect devourer and was like i'm secretly just kind of i I don't know if he was necessarily evil because you said he was independent but like to have that and keep that is probably it's like hilarious that is so funny well, we had a lot of conversation. Like we, we every week we'd have the conversations about what the the thing was feeling. And at yeah. first, yeah, he was evil. He was gonna screw with them, right? Right. And then he realized that these guys cared for him, and like he went through this in, in this this uh, the over these weeks, he went through a lot of uh, a lot of growth. Yeah. And um, the the players are actually able to uh, bring that character back to life. Really, um, they they had gotten uh, so they're working for God. They're working for um, uh, uh, they call her Ruth, um, uh, but the uh, the the goddess of joy. Oh, okay. So, so they they are actually her. working for her because she's fighting against uh, the the god of uh, nightmares, right? Cosmar. I remember his name, Cosmar, but uh, uh, one of the names that she's known by in the world is Ruth Maya. And and uh, which which is a word that means happiness, so it works out. So they oh. just call it Ruth. But um, she had given them at one point this crystal that could bring back somebody who was lost. Uh, it was actually a Christmas gift. Every Christmas they do stuff. They we do either a one shot or whatever, and they get a gift. And and so this one, um, one of the characters was terrified of losing, um, losing their friends, right? Uh, because he had lost friends so often and they had this crystal and they'd forgotten about it It'd been like a year since they'd gotten it and uh suddenly one of them's like oh my god give me that crystal and he goes and he uses it and i i asked the player afterwards you know he he comes back but we ended it right there i asked the player afterwards i'm like you want to keep playing this character because this is this is pretty intense for what this crystal can do like right. this was not designed to to wish somebody back to life because it's the only way he could come back yeah it's been months goes, too yeah and he goes I do. He goes, but I want to change the character. Like he's not going to come back the same. same. Yeah. Why so would you? he came back as a sorcerer of the deep. Yeah. That makes kind um, of sense. Yeah. And, and so, so he was totally different character for a while and, uh, couldn't speak common, which was its own. Yeah. Crazy issues. Fun. Uh, because you know, he, he's talking to the goblin sidekick right. that they've, they brought in who's now having to talk to one of the other characters who's telling it. Yeah. So, um, but, but, uh, it was fun because we got to really get into that character and, and their, the, you know, who they were coming back. Um, 
awesome. But yeah, that's we, we've. It's been a fun campaign. Like we've we've had some fun. We've they fought awesome a, man. They 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 fought a god and nearly all died. Uh, that same guy who lost his character to the intellect of hour just died. Uh, his, his new character just died like a week ago. It's the only character deaths in the entire thing. It's been both of his. Wow, that's so um, funny. Tough times. So he's but... he's a good sport about but it. He but he still it's... has technically been playing that character, which is cool. But yeah, uh, that's awesome, man. Um, I I could as much I would love to to sit and talk about this all day. It's uh we're we're hit that hour mark, so um this was a lot of fun. I definitely uh you know hopefully we'll get to do this again sometime, and I am uh I'm definitely gonna try to a- attend that our the virtual con. So um before we get out of here, uh why don't you take some time plug everything you got to plug one more time, and then yeah we'll pop those links uh for the episode sure, description. Sure. Uh, I, Tom, I appreciate you having me on. This was, this yeah. was a lot of fun. Um, uh, so I, I, uh, created brains and brawn. Uh, we have a supplement to that called lures and legends, which is, um, GM less or telltale less play, uh, that we can work with any of them. I've got, uh, um, expansions for zombies, superheroes, uh, like Lovecraftian horror, uh, 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 cavemen and dinosaurs old west uh just came out uh last week uh with a ghost hunting like like the tv show ghost hunters type thing uh so you could play that and the rules to to make ghosts and stuff uh we've uh i've got a, a coffee um uh, set up with with some new stuff i'm starting to do a newsletter where i'm going to send out uh little mini zines uh, with new expansions, and uh, I think that's how I'm gonna do my races. So if you want to play an elf in one of my uh, uh, expansions, you should sign up for the newsletter. And we've got the con coming on October 15th. It is all day long. Uh, if you go to fighterguystudios.com, uh, not only can you find a link to all the games, but you can also find the sign-up sheet for that. That you can go in and just leave your name, email, and, and what sessions you want to play. And if you want to, if you want to run a game, if you want to tell a tale. Uh, you can sign up to do that as well. And if I end up having way many more tables, then I'll pull people who want to want to run games. Um, and then come see me at Fight Guy Studio uh, on Twitter. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'll uh, uh, I'll do my quick sign off, and then we'll get you out of here. Um, thanks everyone awesome. who is uh, listening or and or watching. Uh, this has been you had to be there, a D and D storytelling podcast. Uh, please follow me on Twitter as well at T comedy. Um, you can also please follow us here on Twitch. Uh, you had to be there podcast. And, uh, yeah, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can email me at you had to be there at D and D podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter. Uh, we have a lot of fun. And if you have been enjoying the show, tell a friend, leave a review. Uh, it helps throw it out there. Uh, I know people are listening. I see the numbers, so share it. And if you if you have some fun stories and maybe you're camera shy, you can write them in. Maybe I'll start doing that. Maybe I'll start doing that. We don't know. That's what we do here. That uh, was an option. <laughs> no, not for you because you had a cool story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm saying like you know, no, no, not everyone is is ready to sit uh, and go live on Twitch. But and I don't want I want people to feel comfortable. But I know there are so many stories out there. So it's a it's a it's an idea I'm tossing around. So if it sounds like a uh, good uh, idea. And maybe we'll just do a segment where I just read some fun stories. Why the hell not? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm flexible. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll get us out of here. 
Um, thanks everyone for listening. This has been You Had to Be There with Brian from Fighter Guy Studios. Bye everyone.